Welcome to Game On Girl. I'm your host, Dr. Regina McMenemy, and this is Season 3, Episode 3, and I'm going to be talking about Super Bowl halftime shows and sexuality. Yes, I'm going to talk about the other kind of gaming. So thanks for listening, and stay tuned to Game On Girl. So if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you're probably aware that I am not exactly a sports fan. I don't really watch any kind of sports. Um, The only sports that I enjoy watching in person are either roller derby or hockey. And I like hockey because things move really fast and there's often bloodshed, like actual like real bloodshed um, that happens. And so it feels very visceral to me, hockey. I like Derby for similar reasons. There's a lot of sort of competition and sort of back and forth that goes on in Derby, and it can be really fun and very engaging. There's also a lot of identity expression in Derby, which is really fun to watch. Um, But in terms of like football, I can't remember the last time I watched a Super Bowl game. It's just not something I do. So I did not watch any of the Super Bowl this year. So Sunday night, I get a message on um, Facebook from my friend Stephen, who is uh, the manager and editor over at Engaged Family Gaming. And he just texts me out of the blue, so many women just went through a crisis about their sexual identity. And I'm like, what? And then he explains to me how, like, fantastic the Super Bowl halftime show was. Performances by Shakira and J-Lo. He said, super sexy, great dancing, all this kind of great content. It's Sunday night. It's late. I do not at this point in time have the time to go watch the Super Bowl halftime show. So I don't. I, I have it in the back of my mind of, I should go see this if Steven is texting me to tell me this. I should go check this out. So (laughs) I plan to the next day. So Monday morning rolls around and uh, my Facebook and my Twitter are lit up with articles about this halftime show. Now, mind you, at this point, I don't even think I knew who won or lost the game um, because it really like had no relevance to my life in any way. Um, But all the conversations are about the halftime show. So obviously, after getting this message, I know it's a big thing. Um, And after seeing all of these articles start appearing, I know, okay, like everybody's talking about this right now, what's going on. So the articles I start to see are talking about how the halftime show was too sexy, that it was scandalous. Um, I see mentions of um, a stripper pole. I see all kinds of like, you know, mentions of the costumes being inappropriate and uh, showing too much skin. And I'm like, this is like on TV, right? Like, not like HBO TV, but like TV TV. So, I mean, it can't be like that scandalous. Um, so I'm just, I'm kind of confused a little bit. Then I see more articles emerging talking about how remarkable it is that JLo and Shakira are not 20. (laughs) 
that JLo is 50 and Shakira, it was actually her 43rd birthday on the day she was performing for the Super Bowl. So, you know, there's conversations about their age. There's conversations about the the sexy dancing. There's conversations about a stripper pole. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go watch this and see what's going on with this. So Monday afternoon, I go and I finally watch the show. Um, and thanks to YouTube, you know, I can actually go back and just watch this and I don't have to see any of the sports thing that I literally have no interest in whatsoever. So what I see when I watch this close to 15 minute performance, I see two kick-ass female performers at what I suspect is pretty close to the top of their game. Um, this performance had to have taken months and months of training. I actually looked it up. They were rehearsing for seven months for this 15 minutes. For 15 minutes. They performed, they rehearsed for seven months to get this right. There was so much coordination on that stage. There were so many bodies. There were so many musicians. There were, you know, there was a small orchestra. I mean, this was not a small thing. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. Of course, a Super Bowl always has like big performances. So a lot of that went into this. But the technical expertise of both Shakira and J-Lo in their respective performances was just absolutely outstanding. And I can say this with some level of authority because I am a dancer. I love to dance. Dancing is like my favorite means of exercise. And I danced growing up and I have continued to dance much of my adult life. Um, I've actually done some of the dances that Shakira did on that stage last night. And I went and found a video and I watched myself doing it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, that really hurts your abs. <laughs> and there is a lot of balance and a lot of precision that goes into some of those belly dancing moves. And it's really hard work. And to be able to move like Shakira moves is just, I don't know, she's kind of otherworldly in how she can control her body if you know anything about dance. So I, this is part of what I'm seeing. I'm seeing technical expertise. I'm seeing extraordinary backup dancers. I'm seeing choreography that is outstanding. I'm seeing countless brown dancers, almost everybody or people of color up on that stage. Fantastic, especially right now with how difficult sort of certain topics and certain issues are in this country to deal with. I see super powerful political commentary going on with kids in cages and um, identity and culture representations that really were outstanding and not even terribly subtle, like J-Lo walked out in a cape that was the American flag on one side and the Puerto Rican flag on the other. I mean, let's just lay it out on the table here, right? We are one in both. Let's think about identity and how it shapes and forms who we are. And she just laid it out on the stage. And she performed with her daughter. And I will fully admit to getting choked up as she was singing with her daughter. Um, I just thought that being able to bring those two things together, the identity and the representation and her daughter up on the stage with her, who's the personification of that, like, this is fantastic stuff that we're seeing. And Shakira was dancing some traditional Lebanese dances and celebratory calls, which also ended up getting made fun of on the internet um, in some not very pleasant or uh, uh, respectful ways and without an understanding of the actual cultural representation that was going on. So I don't, 
I don't really get why it ends up being that people have to say all of these kind of like really horrible things and take things out of context the way that they do, but it does seem to be the way the internet works. So the most important messages that at least I took away from this performance was that we had two empowered, sexy female performers displaying their agency over their bodies and their careers, and really sort of putting themselves out in a way that just said, you know, here we are, and we're fantastic. And that was great. Would that kind of confidence potentially cause someone to question their sexuality and maybe think, am I actually attracted to women? I, I would think, yes, that that would actually be something that could happen. So go back to what Stephen said to me. Maybe there were some women looking at this who were thinking, wow, these are some hot, sexy women. And they should be thinking that. Their outfits were not outrageous. They weren't crazy. There weren't anything more scandalous than what you would see on Dancing with the Stars. They were actually more covered up than some of the cheerleaders who perform all year for the NFL. So you know, let's kind of think more about what really was the issue here. And I really do think it was the ownership and the agency that they felt over themselves that was part of the problem for people. You can't handle seeing that kind of charisma and strength and um, put on display like that. So I hope that whatever kids might have seen this performance but perhaps most importantly, the kids of the parents who felt scandalized, who said this wasn't family friendly enough, um, got a chance to see what free and open expression of identity can look like. Because truly, it was a thing of beauty. So what do you think? What did you think about the Super Bowl halftime show? Did you watch the Super Bowl? Are you a sportsing fan? Was it just something that you had kind of on in the background? Did it catch your attention? I'd love to hear what you have to say. Hit me up on Twitter at DocLiz with two Zs. Follow the website at The Geek Embassy. Um, and let me know what you think. And until next time, game on. Yeah.